Welcome back to the Marvel Movie Minute, a daily podcast in which we explore the films of the Marvel Cinematic Universe one minute at a time. In this, our fourth season, we are looking at Kenneth Branagh's 2011 film, Thor. I'm Andy Nelson from the Next Real Film Podcast. Matthew is still out sick. Today, we are talking about Minute 93, which begins with Thor giving his word at the Bifrost Junction and ends with a frosty entrance to Odin's chambers. Joining us again on the show today, we have James Anderson and Colin M. Parker, hosts of the Timeline Scavengers podcast. Gentlemen, thanks for coming back. Hey, thank you for having us. Hello. So what are your connections to Thor, the character? Were you reading him in the comics? Were you a fan of him in the comics? Or was it the movies that where he clicked for you? Uh, Infinity. Infinity Gauntlet? Decide, Infinity War. Oh. It was the one with the doppelgangers had... Uh, evil doppelgangers and it was like the whole marvel universe mm. uh that's mostly where i know thor from and then uh oh i got the marvel masterworks of avengers um and thor's in that yeah and then the movies and that's pretty much it thor was never really my my guy comics wise i yeah i don't think i ever yeah no i definitely don't have a single thor comic book uh well sorry before like now uh, he wasn't a character I always really like clicked with. Um, I always thought there was some very funny stuff about how he clearly was from a totally different place and land. Uh, but I've always really appreciated like reading him in like Avengers comics where mm-hmm. everyone is written in the same type of font and then, or like hand, you know, writing. Uh, and then whenever he speaks, it's like ancient old timey text. And I <laughs> love that they color his character, like even in text form to show that he is not speaking like they do. Um, so I still like appreciated him and like the way he was written. Uh, but the movies uh, in the MCU are definitely where I first really started being like, okay, I could get into Thor. And now I've read like, I, I don't know how many I've actually truly read, like as far as overall releases, because the other issue with comics is that they, rebrand and reboot and relaunch series now all the time instead of letting them get into the major hundreds they now go like 20 issues and then they go okay it's going away just kidding it's back after two months and but now it's a new number one um but i've definitely read uh, easily upwards of 50 thor comics i think at this point um mostly because on timeline scavengers i am the quote thor expert um (laughs) nice so i've been trying to dive more into uh, his character um, in that way. Uh, and I, I do think that like the ancient, not ancient, I'm sorry, like the golden era Thor is like, <laughs> I don't know why I said ancient. I'm sorry. That's so weird to say. Those it like that. old guys. You know that really old character yeah. Thor? Yeah. I mean, well, in a way, you know, it's not wrong. No, like it is interesting, but I think that, you know, when things got really modern and like the, the difference between his world and our world got much larger I think that that really made the character way more fascinating. Um, so yeah, it's, I've been really enjoying it though. We have on our on our official timeline scavengers capital T capital S spreadsheet. Uh, uh, we listed all the comics we own because you got to fill. Oh, a I got to finish filling stuff. that out. <laughs> oh, yeah. you haven't filled it. Finish filling out. Well, mine is complete, and there's no Thor to be found on it. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Uh, Collins, as of now, doesn't have any Thor on it. No. But. Gotcha. Gotcha. There, there's a lot I of, like him yeah i mean yeah the- <laughs> yeah well and, and you know i mean i think i think that 
probably in context of the Marvel Cinematic Universe and the way that Chris Hemsworth plays him, I would think mm-hmm. that there probably has been more people finding interest in reading Thor comics and going back and looking yeah. at some of the stories mm-hmm. because I think he has made it such a fun character. And I think yeah. they're, they're, you know, they've probably been able to bank on that a little bit. Yeah. The sure. comics definitely now reflect a lot more of MCU stuff, which I know some people are going to think is like pandering or like money grabs or whatever. But I think truthfully, part of it is that it makes it more accessible to people um, because you don't have to look at someone and go, wait, that's Thor or like that's so and so. Like when every version of Iron Man now looks like Robert Downey Jr., like it just (laughs) no matter what version you look at, you go, oh, clearly this is Iron Man. This is Tony Stark. Same thing with like Nick Fury. Now every version of Nick Fury is drawn the same way. Yeah. you know, Thor has actually had a little bit of variety, mostly because they have really gone through different age periods of him uh, in recent, you know, comic books and stuff like that. But uh, he's, you know, he basically fr- frequently is drawn as having a very similar stature and kind of like face structure to Chris. Very, Hemsworth. yeah, very strong structure. Yeah, I think that's definitely and, something that they keep with anyone him, so. that, that, that complains that comic books are becoming too money grabby isn't paying attention to what comic books are. Or <laughs> yeah, where they which came is from we or what really just don't want to go time. bankrupt. <laughs> please, <laughs> please buy our that's their goal. Right. Like, right. Yeah. Well, like, let's, oh, t- TV shows are just there to sell advertisements. Yeah. Right. Well, let's uh, let's jump into this minute. Uh, we're looking at minute 93 and it starts mm-hmm. off. We've we've got this Dutch angle rom-com. Goodbye is what I have it. This is mm-hmm. the most uh, Dutch angle friendly couple we could have because, I mean, Chris Hemsworth is a full head taller than Natalie Portman. And so it works really, really well when you give that great Dutch angle and they're looking into each other's eyes and their eyes are are, are horizontal, like the, the eye line between the two of them is mm-hmm. completely horizontal in the frame. It works great in this minute. Uh, we have the two of them and it, we're so close to them that you can't even really tell that the background isn't <laughs> until until he steps out of frame toward the end of the minute. Yeah. But but you don't even realize that you're looking at a frame that is Dutch. And I, I think that that's actually kind of fun. Um, but it's a very romantic minute. And this is something that I, I really enjoy in this film is we have these moments with with Thor and Jane. And I know it's been like a you know 72-hour whirlwind romance. But in the world of romantic comedy and romance films, yeah. that's often yeah. the way it works. And I buy it with married. these two actors. I buy it with these two characters. I think that there is a connection and I really enjoy it. How mm-hmm. does it feel uh, for the two of you as far as with, with these characters and, and the actors? Do you, do you both buy into their romance and the relationship yes. they have? Yes, 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 yes. Uh, uh, I, yeah, okay. I, my thing is I frequently feel like Marvel doesn't do a great job with, like, their love stories, and I don't know what the thing is about that. Like, I don't, I don't know what it is. It just sometimes a lot of them fall very flat. Uh, and, like, I think the ca- the characters and even the actors can have chemistry as far as, like, they clearly get along and they have a connection. But then when they're like, okay, now it's time to put our faces together, it frequently then suddenly I'm like, what am I looking at? Like, have either of you ever kissed before? Like, (laughs) in general, you know? But I love the fact that Thor, although he, like, I think part of this is what comes from the angle, right? Because he's no longer in the shot ahead above her, there's sort of no difference within their power in uh, in their power dynamic Mm -hmm. in this frame. 
So you're not expecting necessarily Thor to have to be the one to lead, right? And then even though he clearly is enamored by this, you know, by this woman, he takes the moment to kiss her hand instead to kind of be cordial because it's like it's the first date, you know, quote unquote, like I shouldn't just, you know, go for it. Uh, and I appreciate that. And then she does, I think, probably the most relatable uh, possible thing if you're inches away from Chris Hemsworth's face with consent is to just, I mean, she goes for it. I mean, she really goes for it. And it is easily the most believable kiss, I think, in the MCU in that moment. I could be wrong. I, unless I'm forgetting a, an, any other kiss, I feel like that one you're like, yeah, that makes sense. I will agree with you. Mm-hmm. Because I think that it, I'm not sure if it's watching uh, movies broken down into not movie length segments, mm-hmm. but I've recently been like, kissing so weird. Why would you film it? It's so, uh, <laughs> how this is so, it's like she didn't give him time to prepare his face because he's so, <laughs> he's like, like yeah. all of his mouth is in her mouth. <laughs> but like, at the same <laughs> and, time, and like, that's, I mean, that's kissing. Like, kissing isn't like beautiful and whatever. It's, it's well, that's true. Yeah, it's not you're facing together. Like, yeah. it's romantic, but it's also not just like, okay, this is a like sweet kiss. There's like passion. There is heat. There's real passion. There yeah. is, if you didn't have to get on this bridge right now, foo, buddy. But you know, don't like, you think there's like context there? Natalie Portman's face right after they stop kissing mm-hmm. conveys so much more and i know you have to have the kiss to have the kiss be over Mm -hmm. whoa that's that's deep but um (laughs) (laughs) um but like i get it it's like a it's like i'm going off to war on another planet realm yeah i have to go to my other planet yeah um and so i but i i guess what i'm saying is um the note the note that I sent Andy was got to talk about that awful, awful, awful kiss. But the way you framed it, Colin, was it's believable, and I agree with that. It mm-hmm. is what it would look like if you were someone that looked like Natalie Portman kissing someone that looked like Chris Helmsworth, and you've been together for seventy-two hours and haven't done that yet. And also, just in general, making out with someone who entire like their entire mass is just far larger than yours. Yeah, you know what I mean? Right. It's like yeah. it's like watching. Uh, have you ever been to like a Renaissance festival? Uh, yes. and you've, you know, those like giant ass turkey, sorry, you know those giant turkey legs that you can get. Yes. Uh, it's like watching when someone gives one of those to a kid, right? <laughs> because suddenly they have this thing that is as big as their head and they're still like, and they're really going after it. You're like, wow, that's honestly, that's kind of impressive. I, that's good for you. That's how I felt in this moment. It's one of the only times in the MCU when when she kisses him. It's been so long since I've seen this movie um, like as a full, you know, kind of viewing as opposed to not just seeing just uh, 966. Um, right. But when she kisses him, I out loud the first time I watched that, I went, good for you. Like, I just was like, <laughs> I was like, good for him. straight. <laughs> What's yeah. interesting is in the script, uh, in mm-hmm. the script, he kisses her hand and then he's the one who instigates the actual the 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 full kiss 
the, and, the blocking of this is perfect. Well, and it's yeah, just like, the, why, yeah. why would they like, this was the perfect way to do it. Like he kisses her yes. hand and she kisses him. Like, I, I, I'm so glad that Brana made that decision to flip flop that. Cause it's like, why, why would, if he kissed her hand and then he kisses her, it just, it takes that energy out of the moment. And now Jane has as much authority in the relationship as he does. And, yeah. and I think this is something that I think the, the, the MCU hasn't done well is like, find these great characters and allow them to continue in strong ways. Yes. Jane really kind of, unfortunately kind of falls off the map um, a, a lot. I mean, she's used quite a bit in the second film, but disappears for the third yeah. film. I'm glad she's finally coming back and I can't wait to see what they do with her, but I'm sorry, uh, she, Jane dumped you. It was mutual. I don't, I don't, what are yeah. you talking about? I mean, well, I, I, I will say, I love the way they wrote it. Like I love yeah. all of that because uh, it, it, was great for Thor's character, but uh, yeah, I just, I love the character of Jane and I want to see more of her in this, in the story. And this I've is just, just such a great moment of the two of them. Cause yeah. she's coming back. Oh, I know. No, I, like- I, I was going to say, it's funny. Cause you were saying that like, you know, uh, I'm glad that, you know, KB, as we like to call him here, cause we're, you know, we're all good <laughs> friends with him. Um, like, you know, made that choice. Part of me is like, did he, or was Natalie Portman? Like st- this is taking too long. Like, yeah. I want to kiss this man. Yeah. Oh, well, she, it's, it's, it's all that pent up energy she or she had like, when she was looking at him with his shirt yeah. off. She's like, yeah. ever since that moment, I've been trying to avert my eyes, but now I just want to jump into that thing. Now, yeah. this is also me being painfully unaware of part of Chris Hemsworth's career before this, but like, also, has Chris Hemsworth ever before Thor, before, but Thor, before, uh, thank you. You're welcome. Um, it, before this movie, has Chris Hemsworth ever kissed someone on screen? Because I also almost feel like part of this also Dude, could probably. be like, I'm scared to initiate this. Like, I don't know how to do this, like, convincingly on screen. And she's like, I've done this a million times, honey. Let's go. You know, <laughs> I don't know. Um, well, it would have to, I, we'd have to go back to the the Australian TV that he had been appearing in um, before all of this. Uh, he certainly didn't in Star Trek in that yeah. uh, that yeah. moment there but uh, <laughs> I, I can't speak to the australian shows uh, so well, he, this I, may be his first uh, on-screen uh, feature film kiss i always forget that thor or that sorry um what's his name chris Hemsworth is uh, less than a month younger than me oh there you go see that could be you oh, right wow. there that could be you know in another in another uh in another reality in another multiverse I know James is very humble, but what you actually all don't know is that James got through so many rounds of interviews and casting calls for that movie. It's a real (laughs) shame, but like, look, I get it. Like, you know, Chris Hemsworth is just blonde, you know, so yeah, yeah. it just was natural. It's like, sometimes you just, charity, it comes in many forms. Also, (laughs) if you had been cast, you would have been two heads uh, taller than that. Well, they didn't tell me it was Portman. I call her Portman. She said it was fine. Um, until he was cast and i really i tried to call him he didn't pick up it was it was a whole thing but uh yeah it's the way the a, world works story for another time the way the world works yeah. Uh, yeah well in this story uh they do break uh apart and this is the end of their uh, time together sadly uh mm-hmm. bifrost is engaged Thor, Thor steps <laughs> Thor steps she into it that she was she yes engaged right, no, okay. engaged, right? yep yep um, and then we have Sif, Randall, Thor, Hogan, the Grimm, and Volstagg. They all get sucked up into the Bifrost. What do you two think about the way the Bifrost is depicted in the film here? So slow in this movie. It's... Power Rangers. Every time. <laughs> Every single time. I'm like, 
That's that's Power Rangers. The part like, where they're getting sucked yeah. up off the planet, or like zipping through space, the, or the travel time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, interesting. Yeah, it's, I mean, I think it, it. I think it conveys speed at a slow pace. Yes, like it's very fast, but it's like it's like when they draw the Flash in like mm-hmm. cartoons or like Sonic the Hedgehog, where it's like they're supposed to be going like mock speed, but they have to like run slower in frame in the yeah. cartoon so that you can actually see the movement to like portray <laughs> that. So it's the same thing. It's like they're going so fast, so slowly. Yeah. It's like when a fan looks like it's going slowly the other way. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Interesting. See, I, I kind of like it. I like the, the rainbow look. I like the, the, mm-hmm. the kind of the zippiness of it, everything. I think there's something cool about it. I mean, I can see the, I can see your point, but uh, I don't know. Oh, I, I'm, I not guess I can't. Yeah, I'm not complaining. To be clear, <laughs> okay, to be clear I, I don't say. think it looks bad. Uh, okay, it's okay. just funny because like every other version that we ever see of the Bifrost is like, boom. I know. It's like, there. I mean, granted, like, obviously, well, I think we only ever see them go through the by like actually through like the tube tunnel. I don't know what you want to call that, but like in Ragnarok, I think it's the only time we actually see people like, you know, going straight, straight up, you know, through time and space for an extended period of time. Um, what's that? And space. Did I not say time and space? No, you did. Forget it. It's okay. not, it's I not, said space no. and time. So you said uh, uh, time, through and time and space for an extended period of time. Oh, and, and, space. and space. Okay, now I get yeah, the joke. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, it's sometimes okay. it has to be spelled out. It's for a way homer. Um, <laughs> sorry. But uh, yeah, no, it's like, it's, I think that's, that we don't see it often. Um, and so it, it, that part stays the same. But like the actual moment of them like leaving the ground is like, is weirdly very slow. But I still think it's fine. Same with like yeah. how how long it takes the Bifrost to appear. Every other time it's like, Shazam, you know, you're like, oh, I'll start this different property, but right. it's like, yeah, hold right, on, yeah. you're there. We're going to lose our Disney Captain Plus Marvel. license. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for that. Uh, it's, I got the impression um, that sometimes it sort of feels like the Bifrost is like, um, like a Bluetooth is available to pair with and he has to toss up the <laughs> hammer to, to complete that con- connection. Cause it's not like they like, I guess in some movies it comes down and like pulls them up, but like sometimes it feels like in this one, it was like, it's connected. Heimdall has opened it and it's like, now we got to go through it. And that's, is that, I, well, that's how it, it, it is one of these things where they really are. I mean, this is the first time they're figuring out how to do it. Yeah. And it is something yeah. they, they take so long in the course of this film. Every time the Bifrost happens that I think all of the other filmmakers, anytime the Bifrost pops into their film, they're just like, I mean, it's like anything in a film. It's like, okay, it's like it's like Tony Stark learning how to fly in his suits. And it's like, we don't need to see Rhodey learn how to fly in the suit because right. we've seen Tony learn how right. to fly in the suit. Right. And it's the same thing. It's the it's the filmmaking shorthand, storytelling shorthand. It's like, okay, we, we, we know how the Bifrost works. The rest of the time, we're just going to do it real quick, pop in and Quicker. out. And, and we don't need to see all the, the amazing clouds and everything. It's just there. And it, it ends up working. Like- is it like Mjolnir, though? Do you think it, there's also some, like, for lack of a better term, like, intention there? Like, he can step backwards, but because he's still, like, present-minded on Earth for a moment, he's, like, still there. And it's like, once he's like, okay, I've said my final thought, now I can go. You know, it's like, it's mm-hmm. like the door is open, but he hasn't really... Like, That's, actually yeah. taking the step outside. Like, he's well, still in the doorway. Like, the four of them are all standing in it. And it's like, mm-hmm. why didn't they get sucked up right away? You know, like, it, it, you know, 
like a tube. Once again, it's it's one of these they, things. They yeah, cut to just the action. Yeah, mm-hmm. like right. there's I could use a little more movement into place here also, where it's like, okay, well, Watch fine, I'm gonna go it. here. Now we watch Natalie Portman, and then boom, they're gone. Yeah. Like it's like, oh, okay, well, I guess we'll just that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they disappear pretty quick in that thing. But okay, so we yeah. so anyway, we get them back into uh, Asgard. So now they're in in Heimdall's observatory. They see Heimdall, Thor. Wow, quick. Way to fast, note fast. that Heimdall, I, that like, less than a second, he's like, get him to the, the healing room. It's like, oh, God, you you had barely had a time to process that. That's amazing. He clocks it before he's even, like, he hasn't even finished putting his boots in Asgard before he's like, <laughs> get this man to the infirmary. Yeah. I would love to have seen him finishing the sentence, like, at this man to the infirmary. Like, <laughs> yeah. he's already started speaking. <laughs> he's already seeing it, right. Or it's like squished at first. So it's like, get this man to the infirmary. It's like, it comes in, <laughs> as he comes into the frame, so does his sound. Doppler Thor. Yeah. So we have uh, Volstag, uh, you pull Hofund out of the Bifrost keyhole. And I... I I guess that this is um, just another element that's a setup for what is to come as far as, like, they have to turn this thing off, right? I mean, we've, yeah. we've kind of seen it a few times, and it's like, somebody's got to do it, because otherwise it could be dangerous, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You don't want to push to start Bifrost, because then, you know, it's like, where did I put my sword? You, you don't want to. You want to have the key in the ignition before you... Uh, before you do they have Bifrost fobs? Bi- bifobs. Ooh, bifob. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, it's coming soon. Thor four, it, 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 not if four. they're if they're hoof and size, I that might be a little much though. Right, yeah. <laughs> you need to find the keychain on that exactly. Mm. Right. So, all right, now we've got this is really where we're getting action happening. Right, Thor runs yes. out. Leave my brother to me, um, and we cut to Odin's chambers. Everything is icing up. The doors and the walls are covered in ice. We hear some cries of battle from the hallways outside. Frigga, uh, always one to uh, be ready to stand and fight. Goes and pulls Odin's sword out of, I don't know, it's like an arm rest the bed post. sheath. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, why Why is that a place like that you keep the sword? It was rather the strange. Whole, but Four swords in the bedpost, it's a new thing. It's <laughs> it's everybody's like, going to be doing it Should soon. you need it. It's a lot like, you know, furniture today having cup holders, I think. <laughs> That's but like, exactly when what it is. When you're a king or, you know, an ancient warrior god, like, you're, you got to keep that thing on you 24 7. Yeah. So it's like, it's you're custom. not going to put it in the bed. And I get it. Right. A man Freaking who insisted. sleeps, <laughs> yeah, a man who sleeps with his sword under his pillow is a fool every night but one. And this is proof because Frigga was like, oh, you know what? Thank God we've got uh, the, the sword holder <laughs> yeah, like, right. on the bed because it's readily available. It's right yeah, it's there. It's like having, instead of the gun under your pillow, you have a holster behind the bed stand. It's that same, you know. That just built in. season four. Um, gonna see that. What's That's- that lyric? Every morning there's a halo hanging from my girlfriend's four post bed. It's yeah. that, but his sword. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But my my question, like, do you think that he stabbed it into that? Because something that we've seen plenty of times with Gungnir is he seems mm-hmm. ready to just like when he's talking, he just like stabs it into the ground and and walks and talks, and Gungnir is just standing in the ground. And Loki does that too. It's like this is a thing mm-hmm. that the two of them have decided that they'll do all the time with the staff. It makes me wonder if, like, was there a hole here or did did Odin just put it here? Because, like, you know what? I need a place to put my sword. This is this will do. And he just, like, yeah. jabs it in there. Every yeah. day he chips a little bit further in until finally it's just a smooth. It's a perfect, yeah, just yeah. in and out. It's great. Then they get a new bed. Right. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> I like that we see his raven uh, relaxing on mm-hmm. its post behind uh, behind there. Odin, it, it, we even get a shot of Odin. He's just sleeping away. I had a question. Oh, sleep. Do you think that he snores while he's in Odin's sleep? Yes, Odin and snore. that is why we have El Nino. Is that is that why <laughs> El Nino? Is that why we have that golden, uh, as Matthew calls it, the Odin jelly, kind of the big gl- golden glow over him? Do you think that actually is also a little bit of a sound barrier? It keeps that out. Absolutely, it's enough to shake the rafters. <laughs> like, listen, if you're a god who can, you know project your voice across, you know, all of Asgard and have Odin's power, which, again, the best thing about Odin is that he is all about branding. Every single thing he owns is Odin blank. I mean, it's just, it's everywhere. Um, And so, like, you know, uh, Odin snore, Odin jammies, you know, that he's (laughs) in, uh, you know, I mean, everything uh, down to, like, topical eye cream or something. I don't know, for the eye that's underneath the... Patch. Yeah, right. He's probably patented already the the Odin uh, armrest sheath. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Um, he's, he's doing it. Yeah. Well, it could also be like a, a supernatural CPAP machine. It's like golden mist because he's a god, but it's like it <laughs> makes sure that he doesn't like a nebulizer it, it helps him, kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It gives him like maybe there's nutrients yeah. in it too that he, so he doesn't right, actually yeah. have to yeah. eat. That's vitamins yeah. and yeah, vitamins. interesting. Maybe it's also sweat, like he's sweating that out. And it's, I like that, yeah. Uh-huh. And his sweat is like vitamins. It's like a, like a you know. <laughs> he could market it. Like a recycle. Vita Odin. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. oh, geez. See? Yeah. yeah. Well, we we have a lot to talk about next time. I mean, at this point, we have frost giants who have burst in. Frigga's ready to fight. But I think, um, well, actually, before we go, I do have a question for the two of you. Going back yeah. to what we were saying in the last minute, was Loki with them up to this point? Or, or up to what point did he send, okay, you two go through here and meet me later after you've done the deed? Like, what, like, or, or did he come up with them? I, I'm just so curious. Like, lo, we saw him on the bridge with them, and now it's this. Did we? <laughs> well, yeah, right. You know, he actually, said an illusion. That's, he was never there with them. He was never that's there. That's honestly with them. not a bad guess. My, that might but be the, the only, only thing, thing that is that he sense, does yeah. open and close the bifrost so oh sure but before they show up he's like bye and then he does that smoke yeah. thing you know the yeah. smoke thing i mean um, that's smoky. that's certainly oh that's good <laughs> I, I was gonna say i think that's definitely a thing of the thing that we were saying that's missing of yeah. him saying okay here's the hidden pathway because also remember like they got in before too like he got two or three in uh to the yeah, vault three you know right. in a in at the beginning of the movie um there's but, definitely but, a point in but which that he was yeah that was one of those things off. though where i think he he says okay just do these things and then you'll be in right. the vault like he wasn't right. guiding them i mean he was at thor's coronation so right correct yeah so here it's but just, he had to it, give them like yeah the inside scoop and i imagine that's part of what that original that might be why they're walking and not running at first right like they might run eventually because it's probably walking away so he's saying i'm gonna go this way and you're gonna go this way this way, you know, I, I can kind of cover this ground um, so that they don't see it coming or whatever. Yeah. Um, because also, like, it's it's the very West Wing approach to do the walk and talk. But you mm-hmm. can't, like, you can't convincingly run and talk because then within a minute you're like, and so, and then you're going to go th- the third door. And then, and then, oh, God, cramp at the end of the third hall. No, it's, it's fine. I'm the god going, of mischief, not cardio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I do like to imagine them walking and like talking 
And then they get there and they're like breaking in. They're like, all right, Loki, let Loki. Yeah. Loki, when when did he break off from us? When what, did he? Huh, exactly. How long have I been talking by myself? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, like, well, I mean, there was there was fighting outside the door. Like we could hear as, right. as Frigga see. So I'm assuming that it was the fr- the two frost giants, Laufey and his his minion, who were battling some some Einherjar guards out in the hall, killing them, freezing them to death, whatever it was they were doing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, Loki obviously disappeared. You know, at some point, because I, I don't think that he could be seen with them. I mean, I, I like I said earlier, it's possible people would have seen the two of them and said, "Oh, it's it's a king visiting another king." Yeah, I feel I'm like everybody kind of knows. Stand. You know, we're kind of we're kind of you know on the brink of war with them right now. I don't think we're having peace <laughs> talks. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. Well, we've got a lot to talk about tomorrow as uh, these frost giants are bursting into uh, to battle Frigga. So I guess we will see what happens then. Well, any last thoughts on this minute or uh, or should we wrap things up? Do they freeze everything they come near or was the freezing thing just in case it was locked or was it locked? And did they need to freeze it to burst it open? Because they seem like it opened pretty quickly. Almost I think like the freezing was just a a little bit of everything. Okay. I don't think that they need to freeze everything, but I think that's just sort of exerting power. It's like a wet bandit sort of like, <laughs> yes. like calling card thing. Uh, that's it, that's interesting, it, though, because like, you know, I had a few questions. One, do frost giants, when they're not on Jotunheim, are they intrinsically less strong because they're not in an icy <laughs> environment? Right. <laughs> Frosty the snow giant. Right. They're, right. they're kind of exactly. a little slushy. You know, they're kind of. Yeah. They're, I don't know. Because like they certainly seemed powerful <laughs> enough when they first break in to yeah. Asgard, but I bet you, if you put them on um, oh man, where is Surtur? Uh, is that? Um, Skarvelheim. Svartelheim? Yeah. Um, was it Svartelheim? Oh, Svartelheim? Yeah, it might be it. Yeah, um, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's either a K or a V every yeah, time. Yeah, it's, well, the thing is, yeah, at this point, it's been almost a full year, but we got into all nine of those realms at one point, uh, and I've said them a billion times because we had to get through um yeah but i when i bet you if they went to spartalheim they'd be like okay this is not good you know because there is no moisture to pull from kind of thing um it's like a it's like submariner when he's out mm -hmm. of water for long enough that like he can do it but he's gonna get weaker and weaker until someone splashes some water on him or whatever Iceman is the same way in x-men um he at one point Mm -hmm. ends up in houston texas and is like sure. struggling to maintain his form and his powers. He's like, this is not good. It's 108 degrees here. I've got to get out of here. Yeah. Um, so you never know. <laughs> but it's so humid. Yeah. My only thought that I had was uh, I, again, with the, wait, the kiss was this minute, right? All of a sudden, yes. everything's yeah. blurring together. Yeah. Okay, cool. Just yeah. double checking. Uh, yeah, this is the kissy minute. I'm not sure which of the two I'm more jealous of. And that's all that I'm going to say. <laughs> I want to be right in the middle. Oh, yes, please. Yes, okay. Don't mind me. All right. Well, you two, thank you so much for joining me again uh, today on the show. Um, Remind everybody where they can uh, hear your podcast. Absolutely. You can follow us on Twitter at TimelineScav, S-C-A-V. It's the first four of Scavengers. Uh, And you can find, we'll post the new episodes. Uh, Currently, uh, we are every Wednesday and Sunday. And starting in, I think it's April of this year, maybe May, one of those two, uh, we go to three episodes a week because otherwise we'll never get through 
nearly anything. Um, we have barely <laughs> scratched the surface of the MCU. Um, yeah. So yeah. So join us there. You'll find us posting stuff about uh, recent episodes and even backlogged episodes as we uh, put in old episodes and timelines that we've already passed, like the Eternals. Um, so you can expect a lot of drop-in episodes from them very soon. Uh, and then uh, also scavengersnetwork.com or at scavengersnet on Twitter um, to also find out more information about the other shows that we uh, both work on. I think uh, it looks like uh, Captain America is going to start in earnest with the three episodes a week uh, nearing the end of May. Excellent. Cool. Excellent. Wow. Well, uh, thanks both of you for joining again. Uh, all of our wonderful listeners, thank you for tuning in. Uh, remember, you can join the Discord community. Uh, just go to our, our uh, marvelmovieminute.com and you can click on the social of your choice or Discord's up there too. And uh, thanks for all of your support. We, we love getting you in on the conversations. We really appreciate it. And as Matthew would say, have a good day. And as I always say, until next time, true believers. Marvel Movie Minute is a production of True Story FM, engineering by Andy Nelson. This season's music is One Last Ride by Martin Puringer. Find the show at truestory.fm, and if your podcast app allows ratings and reviews, consider doing that for this show. Yeah.